This is William Wheaton with the Vegan for Life podcast. Uh, this episode is October 7th, 2020. I'm in conversation with Dilshan, Dilshan De Silva. And let's have a listen. Used to do live. Uh-huh. So what happened? Um, Well, actually, the reason for live on this show, well, there was the other show was years ago. I was um, like uh, 2012, 2013. I had an audience of about 5,000 um, yeah. in the militia movement and in the far right. Okay. Like at that point, like I'm not anymore really, but like, yeah, at that point I was far right. I was into the militia movement and stuff like that. But this was years ago. This was a long time before Trump or anything like that. This was 2012. Um, The big problem that we ran into doing that is that I had a co-host who was sort of holding me back into getting the size of audience I might have gotten. And the reason why is because he would come to my apartment drunk. Oh. And... uh, (laughs) Well, the problem was that was fine. You know, to a certain extent, we had an audience that was sort of liking him being drunk. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he would use the F word a lot. He would drop a lot of F bombs. (laughs) Yeah, that's no good, especially because we're trying to get Christian audiences. So, but the reason why this show, which was years later, Mm -hmm. uh, is not live is because of... um, that actually all just has to do with where the internet traffic was. Because we used to use Blog Talk Radio, which is live. Mm-hmm. Um, and people could call in. But it's like Blog Talk Radio doesn't... Nobody listens to Blog Talk Radio anymore. Oh, um, okay. There's so many other options, though. Right. Yeah, I mean, there are so many other options in Blog Talk Radio, which was... Their thing was live that you could call in and uh, for like uh, the the far right or the militia side of libertarians and stuff like that. It was great because people could call in and, oh, I'm so pissed off at the government for this and that. And then like, uh, you know, you could call in and you would get, you know, uh, my show didn't get that many callers, but like Sean, my co-host committed suicide is the other thing there. Oh shit! For real? Yeah, yeah. That was. He was a little bit too adamant about the cops. Like uh, he he had this thing that he thought the cops were out to get him and stuff like that, and so he started saying weird stuff about shooting cops online. Oh 
And then they started investigating him. Uh-huh. And then he sort of cracked under the pressure and shot himself. Oh, shit. So, um... Fuck. That was after he was on my show, though. He had already left my show. Or he had been off my show for a while when that happened. But, um, yeah. So, yeah. For, for that reason, for those... Well, it's really more because um, Blog Talk Radio, to do to have the live callers in is, I don't know of a site that does it well, but uh, actually for audience-wise, it's, it's actually better. Okay. It's actually better in terms of where internet traffic is. It makes more sense to do it uh, not live, and then also... It happened in a different context on a very different show, but I did have the... You want to be careful what somebody might say live. <laughs> yeah, that's true, that's true. Maybe like a redneck might call you, like you don't know if he's awake, for example, I mean, maybe he's a meat eater and me, you know, curse, call and curse and shit. <laughs> no, no, I mean, that, I would be sort of okay with that, but at one point, I'm glad that the records of it are now destroyed, because at one point, uh, Sean said that the President Obama's head should be cut off, oh, uh, of on air, which is going to actually get you in trouble with the Secret Service. <laughs> oh, that's so yeah. Oh, we never actually got in trouble for it, no, we're just doing... Uh, should not threaten any shit anymore like you cannot really i mean it's not really freedom of speech you know to threaten to kill someone that's bullshit oh yeah that's not qualified threatening to kill somebody on the law is never that's never qualified as freedom of speech that becomes an actual act of violence at that point exactly you can be in prison even like assault (laughs) assault is even just threatening to hit somebody really yeah. 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 No. Yeah. There's freedom of speech. They they didn't mean by that that you can say like I'm gonna, you know. But uh, yeah. But there's things like that where you just want to be very very careful if somebody, uh, you know. Yeah. And I, I was telling you, I guess we're getting sidetracked, but this is like interesting enough to, to I can put it on the podcast show and <laughs> put yeah. it out. So, yeah. Is, is that what you do for a living? Me. Oh, no, I just inherit money. But I did. Uh, for a while, I was pretty big doing conservative. Uh-huh. And then at one point, I was a private investigator for a little while, but that was not turn- that was not doing money-wise what I wanted it to do either. Okay. But if I were to go back to doing PI work, it would be for... Uh... So what do you do now? Uh, I inherited a bunch of money. When my father died. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You're a lucky bastard, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you can do that. I can do my own business and whatever, you know. I always try and play it off and like hide it and be like, no, no, like I'm a vegan podcaster, but like I want this cat. Well, don't make. Okay, I, I should preface by saying like. I don't live like Donald Trump. Like I'm able okay. to get by on like stock investments that I have by way of inheritance. I'm not like oh. fabulously wealthy, you know. I'm living in a studio apartment off inheritance. 
that's fine. I mean, you. That's still good, though. Yeah. 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 But I want to turn this into like a business. I want to turn my podcasting into, you know what I mean? Hey, you know what? Actually, I wanted to ask you like a couple of times, uh, but I wanted to come to like a certain point, like if I can really talk to somebody, you know, we don't know much about each other yet. Not too much, but we, we met a couple of times, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, We're recording, by the way. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, if you, if you really want to do a business and kind of a thing, I really have something going on. Um, like I said, I, I'm a YouTuber, you know? Yeah. Did I tell you? I mean, yeah. I don't live on that yet, but I don't, I want to get it to the next level of, uh, you know, like uh, expanding it really quick. You know, like have a big audience and big subscribers, you know, I'm level. I'm trying to figure that out myself. Uh, it's funny because at one point, okay, this is when I had my largest audience was before mm -hmm. I was vegan. Mm -hmm. This conversation is totally getting sidetracked, but I, I'll just finish it up. I know. The largest, That's fine. That's fine. The, the yeah, largest so audience. The, well, it's kind of funny, so we'll just leave it in. Um, the, uh, the largest audience I ever had was, uh, yeah, around that same period, 2012, 2013. Uh, mm -hmm. It was two things. It was I had the right wing radio show. Unfortunately, you can't get that anymore because the, uh, the, the, um, they stopped carrying it. And I don't have copies of that material still, but. So there was that, there was Wheaton Leaks, which was the show on Blog Talk Radio. And then I was blogging at the same time, the British government had started banning a lot of horror films. What is that? The British government around 2012 and 2013, around that time, the early 2010s, the British government got really, really obsessed with banning horror films. Oh, for, for okay. violent content. And I would just review all that material. I would review all the the uh, the more extreme horror stuff that was getting banned overseas in England and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, and I would make the argument like, yeah, this is ridiculous that anybody would would ban this material. So I had like five thousand, four thousand to five thousand from the right wing show. And then for a while I had about four thousand to five thousand from uh the horror movie reviews okay uh so that was eight to ten thousand is the biggest audience that i've had as an internet that's, that's pretty good uh, yeah but i haven't had that in a long time we're talking that's seven to eight years ago that was the case okay so yeah. what is your audience like now for again uh, I plead the fifth. <laughs> it frustrates me. I'm trying to. I'm trying to build an audience. It's not as bad as it used to be, but yeah, I'm still working on uh, figuring out the science of how to pull in a crowd. But sort of the way I see it, since the vegan thing is so important, is. Let's say you're doing a vegan talk and 10 people show up. Well, that's 10 people that showed up. Right? Which is more than zero people that showed up. You know what I'm saying? 
So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a hard topic to cover, man. I mean, people are not really ready for this wagon thing. Like, it's like a bandwagon, you know? Like, people just jump in for a while. You know, I had some co-workers, they were vegan for a while, then they went back to meat eating. Like, I'm like, what happened? They give, like, very stupid reasons for that. Like, one guy said, oh, this vegan, you know, activist I was following, he got hit by a bus. I'm like, is that the reason you went back to eating meat? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why? Because the vegan activist got, uh, the vegan activist got hit by the bus. I do know about that. Yeah, Reagan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know that why guy, that, that would guy. be a reason to. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that doesn't make really, a lot of sense. That's what people are like. I have a lot of coworkers. They say, "Oh, I was a vegan too for like two months. I didn't like it." You know that. I mean, come on. You know, I mean, that's how people are. To be honest, I mean, myself, I was kind of on and off too. Then I decided to, you know kind of I, I want to really try my best to be 100 percent you know it's sometimes hard but it, it it takes a lot of discipline you know what i mean i didn't have that I, well i i originally was more like uh plant-based really that was originally more for health reasons and i really was in a dire health circumstance uh -huh. uh, so that wasn't that hard for me but then when i got into the animal rights activism uh that was you know leather and stuff like that uh you know that was not so that was about like a year after when mm -hmm. i started getting rid of leather and wool and all that where the animal rights it was as actually that when i first started becoming vegan health was the primary reason but uh or you know it was doing health, uh, whole food, plant-based diet, plant-based diet, all that uh, was the original reason. And I did lose 80 pounds because of it. So that, yeah, so it was great for that. But it, it was such that my health had to be my focus the first year I was doing plant-based diet. I, I wouldn't have had time to go out and get super involved with uh, animal rights yet. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, for me, also the same thing. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, you started like, out uh, in the in the health kind of yeah. aspect of it. Yep. Which some anyway. vegans, yeah, some vegans will say that's not even vegan. That it's a separate issue. The vegan is just about the animals. I don't agree with yeah. them, but. Yeah, I mean, for me was the first thing. I don't know if you want to go ahead and start recording and we can talk after that off the topics. And I have a lot of questions, too, for you. Oh, like, yeah. Like, We've know. been recording this whole time. Oh, have you? <laughs> yeah, I told you so. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't know that. Okay, never mind. Okay. <laughs> okay, I told you that. that if you listen back to it, I'm like... Uh, are you sure? I, we're recording right now. I <laughs> yeah, believe that part, man. <laughs> I can edit it out for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, so yeah, let, let's start. Let's get started. So uh, whatever. We you already want. we've we've already got ten minutes of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time this has happened. Okay. Not the first time this has happened doing internet, doing podcasting. 
I had that happen live when we didn't know that the uh, that the mic was off. Uh oh. So we were like, "Oh, this is a great show today, Sean." You know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So. So yeah, but we we we're talking about the the correct subjects here. Is is why does somebody become vegan? Why why is why does one become a a vegan? What are what are you know the reasons for becoming a vegan? Yeah. So for me, um, to be honest, again, like just like for many others, I guess it was health reasons. Um, I mean. But you also, are you also don't wear leather and stuff like that, right? No, I do not any longer. I don't use anything. I don't uh, actually. I stop uh, consuming, you know, honey. Yeah. Like the, you know, the the the. I mean, the honey. Technically, like a bee honey. I don't use them anymore. Um, Just any. I found out that silk. I don't use silk anymore. Yeah, that's correct. Um, that's correct. Yeah. No, there's so many other stuff. I. Do not drink milk at all, so by by any means. So, well, vegans generally don't. Yeah. Yeah, cheese and stuff. I mean, it's kind of on and off sometimes, but I try my best to be hundred percent. But specifically, I want to be like a raw vegan. But it's so far hard nowadays because it's eating raw is kind of boring. You know what I mean? But it's the best thing to do. If you really care about your health, like uh, I've heard other uh, people say other things though. I've heard people. I've heard the other opposite that that um, raw vegan isn't the greatest. Um, there are opinions about that, but I, I would recommend always like experiment yourself. Yeah. Uh, let me let me tell you this. So the health reason I had was uh, to be vegan. Be a vegan was like I was diabetic. I was type two diabetic. And I'm a skinny guy, you know, I'm not a fat guy or anything. I, 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 I'm like, when I go to the doctors, like, they look at me like, this, like, dude, you, that's no way you can have diabetes. No way. <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's a small percentage. There is a, there is a small percentage of people that are diabetic that are not obese. Like, that does exist. And it's not just yeah. type one. It's there is also type two. I've heard that that's especially becoming a problem among younger women. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, doctors could not explain why um, they didn't really help me. I mean, this funny thing is, uh, when I first diagnosed with uh, the diabetic type two diabetic, uh, you know, um, you know, they held these classes, whatever they they kind of uh, guide you through the how you say, um, they kind of uh, tell you what to eat, right, right, right. Friend, yeah. and things like that. You know, the guy who, um, there were two people, like I remember like one nurse and one, I think like uh, not really a nurse, like a, a you know, dietitian or something. So they, they, they gave me the plan like saying, oh, you have to have, you know, certain amount of protein in your diet uh vegetables uh, we recommend half of your plate and one one fourth should be proteins like meat or fish and the other uh the other one fourth should be carbs you know so i'm like then then i looked at them i'm like wait a minute so i mean i tried it for a while 
then they said, oh, don't worry about it. I have also diabetic. I'm also diabetic. I'm like, what? And you tell me how to eat now because you also have diabetic. You know, it doesn't make sense, right? Oh, yeah. I saw that. I saw an obese woman wearing a uh, uh, medical medical wear that had a name tag that said dietitian. I saw that the other day. Yeah, it was an obese dietitian. Yeah, I mean, that's I where it. I yeah. yeah. Yeah, I so. mean, it's a lot of it is, and then it's, yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. And uh, it's most, so. most of, most of the people that pass away from COVID-19 have, uh, complex, you know, uh, obesity related issues, uh, diabetes, high blood pressure. Most of them, most of the people that actually die from it. Mm -hmm. So anyways, so that's where I kind of got to think, Hey, uh, how come a person who is diabetic telling me what to eat, you know, like that, that, that made no sense to me. Then, then I kind of started researching about this topic, like what causes diabetic, you know, diabetes or whatever. I mean, my parents are diabetic too. My, my dad is, in fact, he's a vegan too, but he's diabetic as well. But I mean, he's controlling uh, through the diet and all that now. Um, so honestly, when I came to America, I, I was healthy. So I started eating this McDonald's stuff, you know, every day because I was in college. I did not have time to cook. I go to Burger King and eat these chicken burgers and, you know, things like that. Yeah. So I, I kind of had the hesitation, like, hey, nothing else can be uh, make you sick other than, you know, air and, and, and what you eat. You know what I mean? If you think about actually, like, look at it this way. So what actually goes into your body, you know? It can be either air we breathe or the food we eat. That's the only two ways you can get sick. You know what I mean? I mean, human body is naturally formed into, it kind of has this power to kind of, you know, heal you, uh, you know, it has the, all the power. It's amazing. You know, if you actually research about this topic, you will understand the body works in a way that, you know, it, 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 it's basically you are what you eat, you know, that, that's how I put it. So breathing, you cannot control, you know, you, you have to breathe whatever, you know, the AI you have around you, you know, either it's polluted or not, doesn't matter. It can make you sick, it's polluted. But if you basically think about it, two things can actually make you sick, only food or the air. So for me, I mean, I was living in California. I mean, I'm mean, living in the United States. It's not that polluted as in China and other countries. You know what I mean? So then I was like, it should be the food. So then I researched the topic. I kind of Googled it. I went to Google Scholar. Uh, and kind of read about some articles. Then I came across with this uh, documentary called What the Hell? Oh, yeah, and yeah. That's another one. You know, the, the best one I ever seen is the, the Forks Over Knives. It yep. makes a lot of sense because it's all research-based. You know, they have done uh, over and over again the same research and found the same results. So then I'm like, ah, oh, gosh, this is what it's making, you know, make me sick. So then I stopped actually uh, um, eating meat altogether. And at the same time, when you do the you know research about this topic, you find more things. 
and I came across with this uh, YouTube channel called Satvik Lifestyle. It's actually an Indian uh, girl who is doing that channel. What's it called? And that it's called Satvik Lifestyle. Sat Satvik. It, it's a it's an Indian word. It's like S A T B I C. So it's it's S A V I C. Uh, S A T like S A T V I C lifestyle. So take a look on that one, and uh, let me actually find a Satvik lifestyle. Oh, so, sorry, sorry, Satvik movement. Sorry, that's the that's the channel. Satvik movement. Satvik movement. Okay. Yeah. And uh, this this is information that is useful plant based diet. Exactly. It's all about plant-based diet. More than that, they kind of promote raw vegan. Um, so I've been following this uh, channel for quite a while. So when when I first saw this, they had like 100,000 subscribers. Imagine now they have 1.5, 1.6 million subscribers now in one year. It's crazy. I want to get mean, on that train and make some money, brother. <laughs> I know they make a lot of money. They make a lot of money, by the way. Uh, I bet they make. Let me see how much they make. Uh, I would say, actually, there's a way to find that out. Uh, let me see how much. Uh, I would say they make somewhere around. Let's see, because it's a health niche. Pretty much, uh, it's a good good money they make in the health niche. You know because YouTube pays you good money. Okay, so here we are. Uh, let me see, they make, oh my goodness. They yes. make at least $15,000. Maybe I would say they make at least $10,000 a month from this channel, for sure. Okay, so uh, yeah, so uh, we're almost done with the show here now, but I guess we have to talk about some other business later if they're making $15,000 a show on that crap. <laughs> I know, man. That's what I want to talk next. <laughs>